Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tomorrow Will Be Great. My name is Julia. And I'm Elise. And we're going to talk about one of our favorite topics, which is shipping. So I think Julia might start us off with some facts and figures. So just generally, I didn't go back too far, but in 2016, e-commerce sales where shipping is involved went up 11.3%. In 2017, it increased again to 13.3% from that. And then in 2018 from that, it went up to 15.2%. And this is just coming off of a few different websites after Googling e-commerce growth. So as you can see by those lovely facts and figures, thank you for that, um, sales have been up in the retail shipping sector. We wish we could be like Amazon in regards that we could give you free next day shipping, but unfortunately, some things that people don't understand is that shipping is actually incredibly expensive and labor-intensive for many small businesses. And the cost of shipping goes up pretty much every year for all carriers. Yes. And I think that's because they're trying to, there's more demand. They're trying to do it faster. They're trying to do it more reliably. They're not losing as many things or breaking as many things, hopefully. And I think hopefully they're trying to offset the environmental impact, environmental impact that they are having with shipping. So I know now UPS, I haven't looked on their website. I don't use them through their website. I use it through our shipping platform. So I don't see this, but it used to be, they give you a breakdown of the different costs involved and there would always be environmental mm -hmm. offset, offset fee, which is good because shipping, as you can imagine, is quite a hard on the environment. Ground shipping is probably the best method, which ground means on, Stays the ground. on the ground. So on a truck, air means through the air. So on an airplane. Um, so I guess what I would say, whenever possible, choose ground because it's better for the environment, generally speaking. Obviously, air costs more because it's faster. It's more effort to get it there. And they're going to work quicker to process your box through the shipping facilities. Yeah. And again, if you're not Amazon who has warehouses all over the country and then their own independent contractors driving the pieces, you're not going to be able to have the same turnaround as Amazon because they have warehouses everywhere. So wherever you are, it will be a ground shipment and it will get to you within generally, I guess, two days. Yeah. They also have a lot of I don't know if they're private contractors. I see a lot of people who are using, I'm guessing, their own cars yeah. to deliver Amazon packages these days, too. Like, I thought it was like and an sometimes, Uber. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's an Uber, too. Amazon, I, it Uber seems like there's a lot of crossover thing. with things because mm -hmm. sometimes we, for certain carriers, we have the same delivery people here at the shop every day, but yeah. there will be these people who we've never seen before, maybe like every other day, and there's apartments above the store and they'll be looking for the apartment building and we'll never have seen them before. And they seem yeah. to not really have like a shirt on the way a UPS driver would say UPS or something. They seem to be individuals doing it. So somehow Amazon is able to really hire a huge workforce. Yeah. So I think we don't know much about it. We are speculating. Mm -hmm. um, but what we do know about is UPS, who we ship out, I would say, 95% of our packages. Yeah. With. And this is mainly because of the proximity to the UPS store to drop it off, which is a block away. Yeah. And the USPS store, which tends to cost a little bit less, but it's almost a mile away. And yeah. It's not convenient. And when you have no. like a couple IKEA bags worth of packages or even one IKEA bag yeah. worth of packages... It's a schlep. It's a schlep to make. And I guess, me, like, if I was just walking there, it would be about a 15-minute walk. Yeah. yeah. 
Especially if you're carrying a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you have to walk through all the tourist areas and the Liberty Bell. With a giant Ikea bag full of boxes. Exactly. It's it's very fun. Um, So it's just, it unfortunately hasn't been worth it. If we were going to pick one carrier to keep working with, I'd actually rather just use USPS because it's, I think, a fast, good service. And they're just slowly raising their rates to be what it actually costs. Yeah. Because, so, on, if it, you've ever purchased something or looked to purchase something on our website, you'll notice that the shipping costs might be higher than what you're expecting. And for the most part, those are completely true. And we're not I making guess, those up. Those no. are um, carrier calculated rates. Yeah. And actually, generally, they're a dollar to under yeah. what we're it actually costs. undercharging people. Yeah. And um, in addition to that, because that's just getting our box into the UPS store, onto the UPS truck, to your house. In addition, we also have to pack your package box. in a box. Box your box. Yes. Which means we have to buy the box. Yes. We have to ship the box to us. We have to fold the box. And then... And boxes are actually kind of expensive. Boxes are really expensive. Especially if you're getting the ones that we get that, like... They're literature mailers. They're literature mailers. And it kind of looks like a T when you get it. Mm-hmm. And then you fold in the tabs. I'm gesticulating in the shape yeah. of folding the box right now. You can't see it. Yeah. Those tend to be more expensive. They end up being, like... I'd say $2 a box plus the shipping to get here, which is expensive because they're really heavy. Yeah. And awkward. And awkwardly shaped. And then we don't know where to put them. Yeah. Um, So that's another cost. And then paper. We like to use this nice paper that's also pretty Mm -hmm. expensive to wrap things and string and postcards. Getting postcards printed, we don't have to do all the time because we Mm -hmm. can order like a thousand at a time. But that's still another cost. Then there's the cost of stickers to process the order, like how much time it takes me or Elise to do it, the fulfillment time. Like any customer care, is their address not showing up as correct because then we have to go back and forth. And especially with international addresses. That takes a long time if it's not accepting it. And then we have to email people and then there might be a lot of back and forth to try to verify the address. So So it's those things which are the hidden costs of shipping. Um, Well, I mean, I guess... I guess they're hidden because I don't really yeah, think about them when, when I, I order stuff. When you place an order, when I place an order, unless it's from a small person, I don't really, I'm not aware of it. Like I'm trying to think the last thing I got. My mom sent me a package in the mail of L.L. Bean slippers because <laughs> I wore my ones out from like 15 years ago. Because um, mice started living inside oh, them. No. It was pretty gross. That's anyway, so I decided to be new slippers for Julia. <laughs> uh, but I like, I guess when I opened the box, I didn't think, oh, someone packed this box. Yeah. But when I have ordered things from small people in the past who I know they made it or mm-hmm. in the small store, then I'm more aware of the packaging time. Yeah. I will say the last small handmade thing I bought was my coffee mug, which I talked about earlier, I think, if that episode didn't get cut. Um, and it came with really cool, it, they were eat the eco peanuts, and I didn't realize that they were the eco peanuts when I saw them, but then when I read the card, the woman's like, this is all fully recyclable. And I was like, oh, no way! Because yeah. I don't know if you've seen them, but you can melt eco peanuts in water, because it's just no, starch. So then I ran over to the sink with a handful of eco peanuts. You were like, screw the mug, I got eco peanuts. <laughs> and I like was running the eco peanuts underwater, watching them dissolve, and I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. I mean, I hope that there's nothing bad that I flushed <laughs> the down the sink. Now. But, um... That's another thing is that we pack clothes, which tend to be a pretty packaged light, I would say, yeah. um, material, because you can't really break clothes. Um, but when we ship ceramics or things, it's so there's fun. so much packing material. material and so much empty space within the box to make sure. And then if it, that you order 
clothing plus a ceramic item plus oh an awkwardly shaped yeah. item. You get a huge box. You just box. get a huge box and it's mostly empty too. Yeah. And so... But no one wants broken things, so that's the only Yeah, option, that's the so. problem because we have had a thing break and it was terrible. And then they're like, you guys didn't pack it well. And so then it was the whole thing about going back and figuring out how to pack it efficiently so it fits in a box that's not insanely large. Well, UPS large. said you guys didn't Yo, pack it well. It wasn't the customer. No, the customer was like, I don't know how it broke. And UPS <laughs> yeah. is like, well, it's I don't fault. see bubble wrap. We, like, we put stuff everywhere yeah. anyway, but... Um, but that's something that I guess we don't even really consider so much is just the storage space for packing three-dimensional yeah. items. Like, Eco Peanuts, you can melt them, but you can't make them. Like, you have to have a giant bagger box of peanuts. Yeah. And Yeah, um, that's another thing actually is there's the weight, how much it actually weighs, but then there's the volumetric weight too. Yeah. So you could have a huge box that doesn't weigh a lot, but it's but it takes big, but it takes up so much space yeah. that it ends up costing as much as something that weighs a ton, but is a lot smaller. Yeah. So you can ship a giant box of eco peanuts or a tiny box of lead and they'll probably <laughs> cost the same amount, <laughs> which is something that, you know, you don't think about. No, I'm, well, I might think about, but yeah. no, people don't, but it's, it's just interesting. I think we say interesting a lot. I but know that's the subtitle of tomorrow will be great is and that's interesting. And that's just interesting because <laughs> dot dot dot. Um, anything that is not an item these days, like the other thing to think about is we're talking about a lot of domestic shipping right now, and all these things are true with domestic shipping. But there's also international shipping, and that's another thing that people have had a lot of expectations with recently. That international shipping not only will it be cheap, it will also get to them very quickly. So that kind of rules out shipping via the post office these mm-hmm. days. We we still do that, but we've found a lot in the past that people didn't like how long it took for the item to pass through customs, things completely out of our control. So the idea now I think people expect international items to get to them about the same it would take for a domestic shipment to happen. And that yeah. leads you being able to ship really just through DHL or UPS, but mm-hmm. those are expensive, starting anywhere from eighty to like one hundred and fifty dollars, which is way less than the retail rate. If you were to walk into yeah. the UPS store and say, "Hey, I need to ship this three pound box," they'll be like, "That's going to be three hundred dollars." And I'm not joking; that's what they're going to tell you the retail mm-hmm. rate is. Yeah, there's this wonderful thing called negotiated rates, which is when a store or a business will go to a shipping agency and negotiate. Right, and be like, well, we're going to give you this much business. How much of a discount on shipping can mm-hmm. we get on it? And you have to like calculate how much you'll ship throughout the whole year or a month, yeah. both internationally, domestically, importing and exporting. Yeah. And another thing which Julia did not mention in the international world was customs fees. Oh, yes. And um, some big stores, I'm not sure how they do this, but they'll pay for your customs fees. This is the million-dollar question. If you know the answer to this... Tell me, yeah. and I will talk about your answer publicly. My question is, how does Farfetch and other yeah, websites like matches. matches, how does it say that. that included? And somehow my whole, my retail price, I'm using the suggested retail price, it mm-hmm. still doesn't work out the same. Yeah. I can't, somehow, I mean, we can't figure it out. because We can't figure it be, out. You'll pay up to 40% of what you spent as a tax to get your mm-hmm. product into the country and then into your hands. Yeah. And 
we so if it's a yeah, international we'll piece that we're buying, we're paying import taxes to import to the U.S. and then we are then exporting it, and then you are then importing it. So then, yeah. it's well, getting- let's give an example. Let's say, sorry, I should have started with that. <laughs> um, let's say I am told the MSRP for a dress. What is, is an MSRP? Uh, sorry, manufacturer suggested retail price. That and not everyone has an MSRP. Sometimes you get to make your own price, but mm-hmm. sometimes there are manufacturer suggested prices. Anyway, let's say the MSRP for something I'm importing from Europe is $500. And that's supposed to include kind of taking into account the duties I'll have to pay and the shipping. So they will also sell the same thing to someone in Europe, except that their MSRP is going to be less because they know that they're not going to have to pay duties and taxes. So when I go on Farfetch and I'll see the same dress we're selling... But they're selling it for, like, I don't know, 380 euros. We're selling it for $500, so it's a little less. I get that. But then it will also say VAT included when shipped to U.S. And I don't understand that. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So if you know why, please let us know. I feel like I've missed something. Yeah. And, I mean, because the way around paying taxes um, is that um, you declare it incorrectly which, which is illegal, is illegal. Um, you say it's a sample you say it's a return you say it's a gift um, you're not allowed to do that that's against the law um, so that's the only way I know you can get around paying taxes and duties when you import things or to have it marked as a gift or a sample yeah. and still not declare a value but we don't do that because it's illegal, it's illegal. <laughs> and we have maybe Multiple times a month, people will ask us to do this. And just please don't ask us this to do this. Don't ask other yeah. shops to do it. If they do it on their own, then that's what they do. Yeah. But it's a we really awkward that. position to put a store in or a maker or anybody in is to make a lesser declared value. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of, I don't know, maybe they're just not making a profit and they're kind of just eating, eating it. it. And then they'll say free shipping too. Not only yeah. is the VAT included. And so then they're probably just, I would assume they would just be breaking even on the piece. Yeah, but I don't know. There must be something. They must have like a cheaper wholesale rate. They must have somehow negotiated because they're far-fetched or they're yeah. matches that they get an additional wholesale discount. That's yeah, the only I thing I can think of. I don't think they of. can get that much off. I wouldn't think so either, but I just don't know how else they're accounting for it yeah it doesn't make any sense and because we we wish with all our hearts that we could cover your vats and sales taxes and whatever but as we were just saying we would end up losing money on the piece yeah. and shipping it to you and so while we would love to do that we can't if we're gonna stay in business and again if you know how they do this let us know we would love to know how they do it i guess unless they're shipping from a separate warehouse that's based in the u.s but I don't know. I mean, that's the only yeah, way I could. I don't know. Unless they're... I've heard of these... Like, I remember I got something on eBay about a, a year ago, and somehow they were able to offer me... It was these giant wooden dough bowls, antique dough bowls, and I'm mm-hmm. like, these are big. That's going to be really expensive to ship from the UK. And somehow eBay was able to offer this really cheap shipping rate. And I think what I'm guessing they do is they compile a ton of stuff into Mm -hmm. somehow one vessel that's then put on a plane. Somehow they're, I don't know if they're buying shipping containers, except they can't fly a shipping container, but some kind of air cargo. Yeah. 
No, you can't fly a shipping container. Yeah, so we, we don't know the answers to all these things. We're kind of no. just putting it out there as something yeah. to think about. Because, um, yeah, shipping. We'd also like to offer free shipping. We'd love yeah. to offer all these wonderful things. All of the things. But, I mean, I guess it's the options are offer free shipping and up the cost of every single piece by 20 to $30 to cover that. Or charging you what shipping actually costs, which turns out generally to be a little bit lower than shipping costs us. And then we eat the extra that 4 to $5 in materials and shipping and time. Yeah. And I wish, if I could, I would fold it in to the cost mm-hmm. of whatever we're selling. Like, oh, the shipping will be average of $12 or $15. And I'll be like, this product will be $15 more. But everyone is just price checking everything these days. Yeah. And I don't see how... I'd rather just be transparent about what the cost of the shipping is because people are just always asking you to price match, which is really frustrating yeah. and hard because we're just we're just trying to we're just survive. trying to go survive. <laughs> yeah, like I think two days ago, someone emailed us because they were upset they realized that we were selling something for maybe ten or fifteen dollars more than they got it somewhere else, and they seemed so mad at us. Yeah, and we're like. We're just we're just trying to exist. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing I guess about um, recommended retail pricing is that it kind of keeps everyone on the same level, mm-hmm. um, and then for you probably won't get as many angry customers because we just priced the item as we would normally price the item, mm-hmm. and we're not sure how other stores are pricing it. We don't know what their overhead is. Yeah, I mean I'm only basing our pricing off of everything I've learned in the past 15 years, yeah. both from working at a store and also hearing what the vendors say to price things mm-hmm. at. And that can range anywhere from, I'd say, 2.2 to 3 times. Yeah. And it's all dependent on if you're importing or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then there's also the whole landed or yeah X works, which is probably another that's another episode. topic. Yeah. yeah, but that yeah that's another thing in relation to shipping is importing things from other countries is very expensive yeah. and it's also time consuming too. Like yeah. to if a shipment gets stuck in customs Ooh. or there's <laughs> delays when we're importing, it can take <laughs> like hours of yeah. our time over the amount of a week or something Mm -hmm. to make sure that that delivery gets to us because customs and border protection who deal with all the imports they're not very good at getting in touch with you no they're not good (laughs) at getting in touch with you and when they do get in touch with you they'll be they literally will refuse to be reading an invoice that's right in front of them that will say these 10 shirts are woven 100% cotton and they'll be like what are these shirts we have yeah (laughs) and it'll be (laughs) it's it's pretty ridiculous I mean I've so I work at this store, obviously, and in the past I've also worked at a small fashion brand where we were shipping out a lot of pieces um, to multiple countries. And the amount of time it takes to input each garment, the um, the export code, how much it is, how many units it is, how much it weighs—it's all ridiculous. And that's just so that the brand who's receiving on the other end can pay more money on the other end. And so, I mean, it makes sense. You should pay taxes. I agree with that. But that's another thing that you don't realize is that uh, we've had a order semi-recently that just got stuck. And when we reached out and we're like, what happened to our order? They were like, oh, we were trying to get in touch with you. 
And I was like, how are you trying to get in touch with me? And then they were like, we're only going to hold this for one more day because it's already been here in a week. And we're like, we didn't know it was there for a week. Yeah. And so that's kind of the thing is art should, as a brand, you vigilantly track everything. But some of our designers don't send us tracking info and we just randomly get boxes. And And we're like, oh, I guess this is here. That, That just arrived. But it's that used to be how it was at the shop I worked at. I don't think things just showed up. And I mean, we had general ship dates that things done, like in this month and a half window, and Mm -hmm. then magic it arrived. So maybe this like sending a tracking number is a new thing, unless it's yeah. I think because you just have to pay to have a tracking number and stuff. And so I think everything having a tracking number is new. New in air quotes. I know. I mean, isn't it kind of crazy we can track our stuff yeah. now? I remember my mom used to, because since we already mentioned L.L. Bean, that <laughs> was pretty much my only option growing up was L.L. <laughs> Bean everything. But my mom would like fill out the order form in the middle of the catalog and she'd mail it in and then surprise somehow the stuff would Shut show up. up. So it's like, I mean, obviously things have changed a lot. You generally don't call in on a catalog to order your pieces. Things like that you don't think about is that then I had to spend a lot of time on hold, a lot of time talking to multiple different people who did not communicate with one another, trying to be like, how do I get this box out of custom before it gets sent back? And then we have to pay shipping again because it's not like they're going to refund our shipping. We paid to import it. Yeah. Or we paid to try to import it. I've never successfully gotten duties back for things that I've imported that were defective, didn't fit right, or needed to be returned. Yeah. It's a huge pain in the ass. Whoa, I I swore. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But it's just, it's things like that that you don't really think about is that shipping is, I mean, I love getting packages. Who doesn't? But it's not as easy necessarily as having it show up on your doorstep. I guess the thing I'd leave people with is, like, just if you're going to order online, which, of course, we would love for you to shop with us on our website, is think about the speed and the timing that you need something. And if if you don't need it right away, which, I mean, we're, like, a high-end brand. I just don't think anyone needs anything right away. Needs in italics. I think it's a want. Yeah. (laughs) Or what is that, that... affiliate link is like have to have it yeah like no (laughs) no you don't don't have to have it right away you might have to have like bread and water and stuff to survive and you don't need shelter yeah you don't need um address you want it but you don't need it so it's kind of like we're two people we're two humans and we're packing these things and shipping them out and you know everything takes time and we hope that you love it when it gets there because we spend lots of time trying to make it look pretty because you know because packaging is fun. Yeah. We always love packaging up your orders. So it's just, yeah, just a little bit on, on shipping. I hope that clears up the costs and yeah, I mean, minimum cost of shipping is usually $12 yeah. to $15, I think. And then we, anytime anything goes to the West coast and it's a big box, it's going to be so like 40 bucks and you're probably only going to be charged 20. Yeah. FYI. So if you think 20 is expensive, it is not. Yeah. We're, sh- we're handing out the other 20. So it's just things like that. (laughs) Yeah. And again, I guess if you know how other small businesses always offer free shipping or how big businesses cover your VAT and import fees, we would love to hear about it. love to hear how you do that. Um, I mean, I guess because a lot of brands, if a brand is directly selling to you, it's easy for them to eat the free shipping costs. Yeah. It's Um, just magical shipping. Yeah. Someone asked us if we offered free or magical. I I wish. Yeah. We... We... We, you know, hire little fairies to come 
pick up your package and they wave a magic wand over your package yep. and it just appears in front of you. And I've been reading Harry Potter, so Harry so, Potter is yeah. a very real option. Harry Potter should have made this his job, package delivery <laughs> service. Should have worked out the whole how to ship things in the real world. But yeah, yeah. So, you know, for the the holiday season when everyone is buying everything online and the UPS store always has a line out the door, be patient with them. Be patient. Cuz they have a really hard job. Be yeah. nice to all the carriers. I see so and many say thank pe- you. Yeah, say thank you to them. I see so many people getting mad at shipping people, and I hear people yell at them on the phone mm-hmm. sometimes about where their package is. Yeah. Be nice to your shipping carriers. I mean, they should also be nice to you. Yes, but, but you know, you're the one in charge of yourself, so yeah, you do you. Be nice to people. That's a yeah. common theme of everything. Yes. Be nice to everybody, especially when it comes to shipping. Yes, and say thank you to your favorite UPS carriers, like we do. And, and yeah. Yeah. Well, have a super everybody. Have a good one and happy holidays. Happy holidays. And New Year-ish. Almost. Almost. Or happy not holidays. Happy eat some food. <laughs> thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not telling you what eat to do. Eat cookies. Always eat cookies. <laughs> good night. Bye.